Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the RPG Academy presents the Quarantine Super Stream, powered by Fate. Um, so as Tom said, uh, usually this is where we go to Tom's house and we get fed by his wife and we play our Fate campaign, but not this week because we're in quarantine. So we decided we're just going to throw this together really quick, off schedule, and we're going to play some Fate, um, written and created by myself. Well, not Fate. <laughs> not Fate, the, the story itself. I did not create Fate. Um, that was somebody by the name of Le- Leonard Balsara. No, it was not. And, and the other. Yeah, it was. It Balsara? says it right here in the front. Balsara? Balsara. Balsara. It was. Never mind. There's like, like five name. names here, but he's first, so he's going to get the main the main hits. Okay. So, a little bit about Fate before we jump yeah, Jake, into it. Yeah, tell us. This is a very – Tell yeah, us, what tell is Fate for our uh, listeners and viewers who have not heard? So, Fate is a – it's a very thin book, um, and it's a very cinematic kind of um, RPG, right? And so the the dice that we're going to use, obviously we're using digital versions, but it's literally just pluses and minuses. Pluses and minuses cancel each other out. A plus counts as plus one, a minus counts as minus one, and uh, you have skills that add to that as well. There you go. There's a fake die on Tom's screen. I was right really now. hoping to use um, these and not the digital ones because I don't get to use them enough. They're yeah. like the coolest dice. Well, we don't want you to cheat and be like, oh, I got a plus five! <laughs> I rolled a double plus. You all probably don't have those on those dices, but these are convention exclusives that I got yeah. from Evil Hats booth. So, and so, um, basically, the way that the system works is it's really free form, and you can do almost anything with it. Uh, a couple different people online have made different versions of it. Uh, there's a really fun like sci-fi one called Aeon Wave that I've played before. Oh, I love fun. Aeon Wave. Yes, it's very cyberpunk. Um, but what we're doing today is sort of a mashup of Fate Core, and we're borrowing a couple things from a version called Daring Comics. Um, hence, you can see all the comic book paraphernalia on the screen. Um, and so we have created some awesome superheroes. And I would like our players, we have Tom and we have Caleb, and they're going to tell us who they are playing. So Tom. Give us the lowdown on your superhero. This evening, oh, I will be playing the role of Professor Knight. Why is my why am I hearing a voice? <laughs> I don't know. Is everybody got their Twitch muted? It's probably my own fault. <laughs> it's probably your Twitch. <laughs> okay. It sounded cool. It. it sounded like one of Luke yes. Derrick's. I will be playing cool. yeah. Professor uh, Knight. Professor Knight is the the arbiter of darkness. He controls the very blackness that attempts to consume our souls on a daily mm-hmm. basis. He's yes. the one who stands in the gap as those people fall to the light. But the chat is asking, does he hear dead people? <laughs> I hear one dead person, and we're going to get to that who that dead person is later. <laughs> I do. Okay. No. Professor Knight, when, if you were to see him, obviously I'm wearing a trench coat, and I always have my satchel on. 
I also am always carrying an umbrella for whatever reason. (laughs) I look like, think about it this way. I look like your 75-year-old English studies professor in college, but I'm like 30, okay? So you're you. I'm me. So just envision me wearing a black (laughs) trench coat, holding a really cool umbrella, and then a satchel, and that is Professor Knight. Professor Knight. It's great to meet you. you. Uh, Let's jump over to Caleb. Who are you playing? I am Mist Maestro. And what I am, so I can see the future. In bits and pieces, yes. And the future is like a mist, in my own words. So that's why I'm the maestro of the future. Unfortunately, one of the futures I saw I did not believe earlier in my life was my wife dying. That's the dead person I talked to. Died. And I am now broken, cold-hearted, and calculated. I judge every future situation like I'm a surgeon with a scalpel, slowly knitting away or cleaving away at someone's heart. And um, I doubt myself a lot. So that's kind of a problem, especially if you can see the future. Uh, In terms of what I look like, I look like the actual professor, Dumbledore. But instead of Dumbledore, (laughs) it's Nicolas Cage. What does that even mean? you look like Nicolas Cage playing Dumbledore? uh, Yes, it's Dumbledore. And then just take his face away and put Nicolas Cage's face on So are we talking about the Sorcerer's Apprentice Nicolas Cage? No, we're talking about the Dumbledore (laughs) Nicolas Cage. Okay, thank you for that clarification. That actually changes a lot. Yes. (laughs) It does. He looks old. But is not old. Clearly, he doesn't look that old. Okay. Because he's Nicolas Cage, but also Dumbledore. Okay. So, yeah. But yeah, that's me. So, I am uh, All right. the third in command. Okay. You're a third in command. Third no, command. he's not third in command. We'll get to well, your command also, structure in a moment. Let, K- let Caleb be who he wants to be, but. I've seen the future. Okay. I know what's happening. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be Thanks, thanks for the follow. Interest. We just got a new follower. That's super cool. Let me. Oh, thanks, Hamish453. Yeah. I have no idea who you are based on your username. Sweet. Okay. Also, for those who are, for those who are in the chat, I'm going to be throwing up these different, with fate, we deal a lot with aspects of the world, things that we can invoke and compel, strings that we can pull on to create more drama and tension within our game. I'll be throwing those up in the chat where you can, or in the stream where you can see them. Also, if you want us to invoke anything or create a cool aspect, go ahead and throw it in chat, and we'll see if we can do it. (laughs) Yeah, we we will try. try. You might be 15 seconds behind where so, we're at, but I, I'm not above retconning for something good. It's getting funny. Because this is about is. fun. Yeah, that's the other thing I must specify tonight. Um, this is our typical home game. So above all else, we are not here to entertain you people. We are here to entertain yeah, ourselves. I, I skimmed the rules just barely enough to uh, make it through this. Because Michael was originally going to step in, Michael from the RPG Academy. Uh, I'm the backup, and, so yeah, Caleb's just the backup. So his character is flushed out least of all. Yeah, um, he's like so Dumbledore with Nicholas Cage. So so that's pretty well so flushed much out. thought went into say. it. Mm-hmm. So we have introduced our characters, but let us introduce the world. And so here's what we need to know: 
um, superheroes are a common affair in this world that that we're going to play in here. Um, people, they know them. It's not like, oh, my gosh, there's this man running around doing magic. It's it's normal. It's just, oh, look, there's another hero. Um, very recently, creatures from another planet have been discovered. And who has been sent to deal with these creatures? None other than the Revengers. We are the Revengers. Yes, our two heroes here are part of this team called the Revengers. Mm-hmm. And the Revengers are, of course, led by the illustrious Captain Patriot. Captain Patriot. Already, Captain already Patriot. hate him. He wears stars and stripes. Already hate him. Why do you hate him? Because he just cl- he clashes with my vibe. You know, he, oh, he's too, no, he's too optimistic God. and always wants to make everybody happy. And when the reality, the world is a cold, dark place where we just try to struggle to survive. Amen. It is. And now let's talk about the stream world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's our world. So are we ready to jump into this game? Did I mention space? my dead wife? You did mention Did I mention wife, that I yeah. talked to his dead wife? Why do you talk to <laughs> That's the voice you hear is his dead wife? I thought that was obvious. <laughs> Maybe. When I enter my darkness realm, I hear her call out to me. Oh, my, oh my goodness. goodness. Okay. <laughs> Probably like, hey, get out of here. I'm dead. Leave me alone. <laughs> Get out of my darkness realm. What are you doing here? That's how I use my powers, actually, to see which darkness realms in the future she's in, and then I tell him to go there to talk to her. Then then he comes back, kind of like an owl, you know, in Harry Potter, featuring Dumbledore. Uh, Chat is calling out uh, Miss Maestro's dead wife. Her name is now Gertrude. Gertrude, okay. That's her name. So write that down. In chat, they're asking me if I'm jealous of Captain Patriot. No. No, I think that's a statement, not a question. No. Yeah, you're definitely not. I'm not. Bro. I could care no, less. No, you are. You <laughs> go ahead and write that down, Tom, as a uh, Tom jealous. as a trouble. Jealous of Captain Patriot. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Metal Boy, Tom? The second in command. Oh, Metal, yeah, Metal, Metal Boy's Boy. a joke. Okay. I can see yeah, that. You know. All right, so... We are going to jump into this, all right? So, as I said before, the world has been under attack. Some aliens from a distant planet have started ravaging the planet. And who else can defend the world but the Revengers? So Captain Patriot and Metal Boy and the incredible Green Strongman and And others. Praying Mantis. Yes, Praying Mantis. Uh, That could be Ant-Man or Black Widow. It's definitely Black Widow. They have all gone out into the universe to fight off these aliens. But our two intrepid heroes who are on the bottom of the list of the A-Team have been left We're still on the A-Team, though. We're just on the bottom of the A-Team list. (laughs) Well, I mean, everybody, if you're on the Revengers, you're the A-Team. But you're literally the bottom two. So go ahead and determine who is at the bottom of this of list. Okay. Is it you or is it you? Uh, Who's on the well, very bottom? I feel I feel like what's going on right now is – are we just rolling a straight roll? No, I mean, I'm not on the bottom. 
No, I'm in the top. Well, there you go. So it looks like the missed maestro is oh, I just second saw the from the bottom. He knew that I was. Yes. Well, here's the thing. I don't care wow. about titles mm. in rankings at all. Okay. <laughs> well, perfect. Because it is a very important day for you guys. You have been sent to do a most important job. If you will direct your attention to roll twenty, Tom. And make sure you uh, get that up. Ooh, there's a. Uh, it is the grand opening of. There's a picture. The mattress store. Marvel's mattresses. And they have requested your presence to cut the ribbon at the mattress store. Okay. The crowd has gathered. Look at them. They're so happy to be oh, there. They're, as they're the happy? Of, yeah, because the mattress store is opening, and they're doing a special superhero discount. And, of course, the two of you are there to uh, promote this mattress store because uh turns out during the last battle, uh, Mr. Uh, large uh, Green Strongman uh, totally trashed this building. And so as part of the insurance claim to get it repaired – they wanted two people to come and help them open the mattress store. Of course, everybody was here to see uh, Captain Patriot and uh, Metal Boy, but none of you could be there. Uh, none of them obviously could be there because of the, the alien invasion. So they had to scrape the last two people on the roster and stick them out here. So here they are, Dark Professor and Knight guys. and Miss Maestro. 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 It's like a tongue. All right, how are we arriving? Are we arriving? Um, so we're gonna start. You guys are already okay. There. We're there. <laughs> we're we're mid ceremony right. right now, and you got the manager. He's out there. He's talking about the great savings that's all gonna be here, and of course the crowd that is gathered. You can see that at first they seemed like pretty psyched that mm. you guys were coming, but after you guys sort of arrived and started doing, uh, you know, your little hand waves and whatever you're doing. Uh, you can see the morale of the crowd is uh, taking a very hard turn downward. And you can hear a couple people like, oh, my gosh, why would they send those two? Why wouldn't they send, like, you know, uh, the very tiny man or the woman who can fly while being very tiny? I, this is all going on. I'm envisioning some music playing. The manager's still kind of talking. Missed. Yes, Professor. Good. You remember my honorific. That's your name. What's an honorific? Don't worry about it. it. You told us yourself. You showed us your birth certificate. You don't have a secret identity. Your name is just Professor. I know. I changed it myself. Oh. Listen, I'm trying to say something, okay? Just for one second. I'm going to cut the ribbon, okay? I mean, you're the, you're you're not... You're not number eight. You're number nine. So I don't think it works that way. <laughs> All right. But you don't understand. Do they, are there scissors there? Do they have scissors? Right now, the manager is holding the scissors as he's okay. talking. Do you, see those, do you see those giant golden scissors right there? I do, yeah. Those are not going to be able to cut through that very dense piece of ribbon. I'm going to pull open. I actually – I have seen the future, and they do cut through that. <laughs> But oh, all right. So I'm going to compel Caleb, or yeah, I'm going to compel him. Be, right, I'm going to compel him. him because you doubt the future quite often. 
<laughs> so I'm going to allow you to take a fate point, all right? And I'm going to say that you are now – you doubt that. I am planting these seeds of doubt that these scissors can truly do this. Actually, I, I don't think these – I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly. Hold on, can I see those scissors, please? <laughs> I'm going to start cutting things with them. The manager is, like, trying to tug them as out of your hand as he's trying to I'm finish. Like, Let me see. Give these to me. I'm, like, starting to open up my overcoat at that same time. Another pair of scissors. In his no, I have, <laughs> I have a samurai sword. Oh, my God. This is why. Because those scissors are not a blade. This is actually a blade. It's been forged from my grandfather's own fillings. It is... From his fillings? It is incredibly sharp. So sharp. He had the sharpest canines you've ever seen. So the manager, as he pulls the scissors back, he's like, fine, all right, I'll wrap it up. Uh... I now declare this store open. And he's going to snip the yeah. ribbon just behind as like a second too late, he slices the sword. I air. hold up my I hold up my hands like like I did something and grit my teeth. You people are you're welcome. Discounts for everyone. As you say that, an explosion tears through a, a, a chunk of the crowd. There's just like bodies all thrown to the side as a huge fireball erupts. The crowd is like screaming and trying to run and get away, but like the massive crowds and the streets being closed down because of the, the turnout for Captain Patriot is just causing a panic. But standing in the middle of these like bodies all thrown to the ground is a man. He is wearing like tattered, burnt clothes, and you can see he's wearing, like, those uh, goggles that uh, you use to, like, do welding, and he he puts out, like, a hand, and it's, like, all of his skin is, like, slightly Ooh, that's that good. all over. Yeah, like, he's got, like, second-degree burns everywhere, and he just points, like, both of you, and he says, Mr. Maestro, Professor Knight, what a pleasure to see you again. I see that it is you. No, you don't. You don't know this guy. <laughs> is that? You have never I seen turn, this guy before in your I entire life. I turned to Mr. Maestro. Is this? Is this one of your I enemies? I I just want to clarify. I have seen him in the future. Yeah, you see him in the future. What did you miss, hey, Maestro? Did you know this was going to happen? Yes. Why? I don't know why. Just yes. Hmm. Did you know it was going to happen? No. That's why you're number nine. <laughs> Does it matter who knew it would happen? <laughs> no. Uh, your name, sir. I forgot it. I am Flashover. Flashover? Flashover. Yes. Flashover. Flashover. Fast. Now you will you will die <laughs> by the way of my raging inferno. That's not how As he I like die. puts out his hands to the side and like shoots up fire Whoa, in the air. That is that's that is hot. Are all the people still running around in panic? Yeah, they're trying, but like there's a huge, huge like okay. thing. 
And so now I'm going to give the I start, like, yelling of this at people. Scene. I start yelling at people, don't go there, don't go to the fire's about to happen there, don't go there. If people can't hear me and we just see people getting incinerated by fire where I'm telling them not I'm, to go. I want to do, once, once you've created the location aspects, I want to do something. All right, here's the aspects, okay? There is a crowd of curious people. Again, superheroes are common, so some of them believe if they get far enough away from the battle, they'll still be able to view the the fight from a safe okay, distance, crowds. which is causing part of this panic because people are stopping to look back. There is overwhelmed firefighters. So as soon as this big first inferno comes, like the firefighters are already on their way, and they're overwhelmed with trying to get to the actual fires to put them out. And then, obviously, there are the endangered civilians, and those are the people who are in and near the mattress store that you're standing next to and the ones who are, like, just slightly burnt from the initial uh, burning. They're still laying on the ground. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. All right. So this guy, he's going he's gonna to try and initiate okay. combat. So if you, you guys have one action that you can do before we jump into combat unless you're going to no. do like No, I'm going to use my superpower. All right. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and let's do this. How do I get this to show up on the, the chat? Yeah. There's no, like, toggle mode. I think you can do that. So if you hit the little drop-down triangle and then hit the little plus by details, mm. boom, I've thrown up extra darkness control. Oh, okay, there we go. Extra, so this is darkness control because here's the thing. All of these people are – they're all running around like crazy. They're going to make this so much difficult. You know how people put blinders on horses to make them not freak out? So mm -hmm. in order to keep these civilians from losing it, I'm going to create darkness all around them in order to help calm them. You know how like if you take your cat to the vet – you put a blanket over top of its cage so it can't see the danger that it is around them. All right. Uh, so you are going to go ahead and roll. Um, what did we – did we determine what your power was going to be rolled and My on? power is rolled on mental. Mental? Okay. So you can go ahead and roll okay. mental, and remember you get a plus two when to whatever the dark. result is because you're using your Yes. Power. Ooh. So that's a – so you're at four. four. So that throws us up to a great, which is zero. So that's a succeed with style. So you're going to succeed with an added benefit. What do you want your added benefit to be, Tom? What's that? My, you get an added benefit. My added benefit is that um, can I use this to create a aspect Yes, you can. Okay, so obviously we're going to keep it simple just so as we're still getting used to fate. And now the the new aspect is going to be that the – because all these people are so scared, this is adding to my darkness because I feel their negative emotions. And <clears throat> this is going to be a a darkness, darker than my soul. So we've darkness of the darkness soul. of the soul. All right, and it is so now around us there is this darkness of the soul that we can we can evoke this aspect. 
All right. And also, he's in darkness. All right. That's what I do. Yes. And so is Miss Maestro. So can I use my power? Yes, you can use your power as well. So now this darkness has overcome the area. And I know that this guy's wearing welder's goggles too. So not only is he in pure darkness, he also has welder's goggles. He can't see anything. So I'm going to use the future to determine where he's going to walk in this darkness. And I'm going to be waiting with a pair of scissors in hands. Right next to his throat. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Alright. So are you are you using your notice to do your precognition or is it your will? What does it use? Does it say? You can use my uh I think notice would work well with that. Alright, so we'll do notice and then with your precognition you get a plus two to the roll. Okay. So uh, five. Did you roll it? I don't see it on there. Yeah, I did. The there four, it is. And then three, so, so plus, plus two, two, so five. Yeah. So out of five, you're sitting at a superb, which you are also going to succeed with style. Mm-hmm. So that means you get to add a benefit. What benefit do you want to add to this action? That the fire that the guy created, like when he came up, kind of gave me a little bit of a track to get near him okay so that I can see, even in all this darkness, just enough to get to the spot I need to be. Oh, okay, so you're you're not affected currently Correct. by the dark. Right, so I have enough visuals to get right where I need to be with the chop choppies. Um, Wait, he's not affected by the darkness? But do you feel a little bit more moody? I'm always moody. I'm cold and calculated. My wife's dead. Mm, speaking of that, I'm going to need to talk to Gertrude later. <laughs> That's not what I meant to do. Uh, I actually rolled a fudge dice. Okay, so we are now going to go ahead and start combat. All right, so the way we're – it's like rolling for initiative. You need to roll a – what is it? Is it – I don't know, Game Master. Tell us. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a physique. I think that's what, what if you don't is. have physique? Then it, it's just a straight roll. All righty. Or maybe it's athletics. It's athletics. All right, I don't have athletics either. So if you don't have athletics, then it's just a straight so roll. So that is how many? That's you do roll all four. You roll all four. Fudge, yep. fudge die. Ooh, so he's got plus one. Is that a? Oh, a negative four. That's not good. <laughs> Ooh, negative one. So he's sitting at a zero. Doesn't something bad happen if I roll all negatives? <laughs> so uh, Caleb, if you don't have that skill, what you can do is over on the left. Wait, you see no, a little. What? What skill? Uh, it's athletics. Okay. Oh, he does have it. So you're sitting at a negative one. He's sitting at a zero. So he's going to get to go first, actually. So what he's going to do on his turn, he's going to go ahead. And but he's I knew going he was to go first. What? I knew he was oh, you did, first. obviously. Uh, so he's going to use his pyrokinesis <clears throat> to make an aura blast range of three. So he's going to just shoot out flames. And so right now, the only person in range is going to be you, Caleb, for this. So what he's going to do is he's going to roll his fight, and then you need to come up with something to dodge this, this danger sense. It's uh, an extra that I have. The hero can view events that have yet to be transpired. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, you have almost pre-natural capacity for detecting danger. Your notice skill works unimpeded by conditions like total concealment, darkness, 
or other sensory impairments in situations where someone or something intends to harm me. So I'm going to use my danger sense. That's a notice skill. Okay, so you're not you're not going to be affected by the darkness, but you're still going to roll to defend. Okay. So you need to pick a skill to defend with. So those can be athletics, contact, deceive, drive, empathy, fight, notice, notice. physique. Okay, you're going to use notice. All right. So you're going to roll a notice, and I'm going to roll a fight. I get plus six to my Whoa. fight. Yeah. Can I roll? Can I do will instead? Yeah, you can. You can do whatever. How are you willing yourself through this? I hear Gertrude talking to the professor, and it's willing me on to to walk through the fire without being fire. hurt. Yeah, to walk through the fire without being burnt. Okay. Also, I, I, I'm hard boiled. I can choose to ignore a mild or moderate consequence for the duration of the scene. Um, but at the end of the scene, if it's mild, it goes to moderate. If it's moderate, it goes to severe. So it just And that's a will. Four. Ooh, nice. You're at four. So I'm at six, seven, eight. So that's four shift between us. So that's four damage you have to negate somehow. Um, so if we, if we look here on yours, you can take uh, a two. So if you check your physical stress box two. And then I would take a mild consequence. Do you want to take a mild consequence? Yeah. Ooh. All right. You're going to be temporarily blinded Good. because this fire just, like, exploded <clears throat> in this darkness. Is, blind, is blindness and darkness <laughs> those work together? I'm confused because I'm also not affected by darkness. <laughs> okay, then how, how about this? Um you're, how about this? You're flustered. That's what it oh, is. Okay. Flustered. You're flustered because you were not expecting. Like this is this, this is above your pay grade. You guys have not had to fight many medics. I thought you I had guys... this planned out, and now I'm doubting myself even more. Yeah, that's more doubt. All right, no, so that was no his doubt. turn. No so you guys know now. This guy, you can't really mess with this guy. He's crazy. All right, next up, we have. It would be uh, the Mist Maestro. It is your turn, sir. <clears throat> I'm going to charge him with these scissors in my hands. <laughs> oh, you're going to stab the man with grand opening scissors. Mm-hmm. They can cut through satin. They can cut through souls. Okay. These are now the soul scissors. <laughs> Somebody write that down as an aspect. The soul scissors. If they can cut through satin, they can cut through souls. I'm going to use my fight skill. All right. I roll a three. All right. He is going to come back at you with the provoke skill. Ooh. Uh, to defend. He gets a plus four. So that put him at a four. So there's a shift of one in his favor. So he's not going to take damage. And uh, the way he comes back is you slice it, and he's going to move out of the way and say, Is that all you've got? Where is your maestro? <laughs> I'm coming for What is this, soul. Call of Duty Zombies? <laughs> Fetch me their souls. <laughs> all right, we are up to Professor Knight. Will this darkness enhance his power? Oh, it absolutely does, because I'm going to go ahead and... <laughs> Do something super cool. All right. 
Do I have any free invocations of any power? You have the free invoke of the okay. darkness All right. around everybody because you got so the. So I'm still like silent. they're they're a little bit off from me. I'm going to stare through the darkness. You see my eyes. They turn a white purple. As all I do is I can see the flash guy. <laughs> What's yes. his name? His name is Flashover. Flashover. I can see Flashover, and I see Flashover in combat with Miss Maestro. But I'm going to use my ability called Hungering darkness. Okay. So the way this is going to work is I'm going to, as long as I have a free invocation of a power that I created, all right, which is the darkness, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a power roll, all right, that is going to be opposed by your will, all right? Oh, my will. will. If I'm successful, right, if I'm successful, you're going to be overcome with fear, all right, Two. while in the darkness. And you're going to suffer a a two penalty um, to passive or active opposition. Oh, so all my and attack. Oh my goodness! All right, here I go. I'm rolling this. I get a plus two. All right, and this I am and this is against my mental. Yes, a four. All right. So, and then you get plus to that too, right? You get plus two, yes, right? Yes, I get plus two to this. So you're at four, five, six. So that shift would be No, five. I don't get, so I I don't get come, plus two. Oh, you don't get plus two. So it's just a shift of three? Yes. So you're going all to right. be overcome with fear in all the rolls while within the darkness suffer a two. A, it says a plus two to passive or active opposition. Which includes attack and defense role. All right. To break free of this fear, the target must make an opposed um, role or basically leave the darkness. Which it's is a, a, enormous right now because it's yeah, encompassing it's a will. all of the so civilians. The the fear that you have is that you're in the middle of fighting Miss Maestro, and then I can just you. He just feels my stare, and he knows that I'm in this darkness with him. So he's going to, like, as soon as he feels this impending darkness, he's going to he's gonna start looking around, and um, Miss Maestro, you see this. As he looks around, he's like, no, no, he said, he said you wouldn't be this strong. And now it is back to his turn. He, oh. he he is not going to do his will roll. Oh, he, he is going to try and fight his way out of this against Miss Maestro so he can take one of you down and try and even the odds. So he's going to go ahead, and he is just going to make a straight fight roll. Um, and basically, like, his fists, they're, like, cauterized with, like, you know, burnt skin, so, like, really thick kind of, like, uh, you know, brass knuckles. And so here he comes at you. He gets plus six. Who is fight to kill? And boom! Oh, that's two hundred and eighty. That, that was, that was a D one hundred. Ignore that. Three, six, seven, eight, nine. All right, Caleb, Miss Maestro, you got to defend yourself somehow. Okay, I'm gonna use my power. 
to okay. foresee the future and to see where his punches are coming in to dodge them. Uh, okay. So you can use your notice, and if you remember, it costs you a fate point to use your power. Yeah. So make sure you keep track of that, yeah. and you'll get a plus two. To also, your for those who are wondering, it cost me two of my fate. Four. It cost two fate points for me to use my power. Yeah. I can That's work. five, Caleb. That's Oops. five damage. That's five damage he did to me, yeah. Yeah, five shifts. So where, where are you dropping it? I'm going to take... you got your three, okay. and you can take another mild consequence. Or I can take a one and take a moderate consequence. Yeah, you could. That's what I'll do. What's a moderate All right, moderate. you have a first... Or no, because uh, he uses this fence. Uh, you're going to be terrified. That's your that's your moderate consequence. I'm gonna I'm gonna what's the what does terrified do? Uh, I mean you're scared. I mean it's cinematic. There's not like actual okay. rules of what it does. I'm cool with being scared. Okay, and remember if you need fate points back, you can invoke these consequences as well. Or just like you can invoke them as well and say I'm terrified, so I'm gonna do this. Okay, yeah. Uh, and I don't know if we covered this, but just so you know, you can negate your action. By doing what's called a full um, defense, and basically instead of taking action, you get a plus two to all your defense rolls that you make for this round. Okay. All right, it is your turn, Caleb. Miss Maestro. I am very scared, so I'm gonna start running around with scissors in my hands. Oh my like goodness! You should never run with scissors. I know that's what a scared child would do, right? Everybody um, is so terrified right now. I'm going to run with these scissors in front of me in an erratic motion around Flashover um, and maybe clip them a couple times. So I am going to use a fight roll, um, but can I use that as an aspect to get a fate die back? Yes, I will allow it. All right. He is going to use his athletics to try and dodge out of the way. I roll a three. Ooh. He got a one. So that's going to be two damage to him. Yes. All right. Okay. Tom, okay. Mr. Professor, Professor Knight. Knight now has seen everything go down. He sees that his prey is now terrified. Oh, wait. One second. Caleb, he had a minus two to his nine. So it was really only a seven. <laughs> so you didn't right. take five. You only took three. So if you want to figure out, if you want to shift that around while we're going. All right. Okay. So, with one hand, I pull out my Your black katana. katana that is lined with silver of my grandfather's fillings. And with the, with, the, with the other hand, I have an umbrella that I hold kind of backhanded. And I hold them together, and I'm going to go ahead and invoke an aspect, all right, with you spending a fate point, to give me plus two to this next skill roll because it is darkness and I am the arbiter of darkness. I control it. All right. And I'm going to run right at this guy with, and then like jump, spin my umbrella and drop it. <laughs> and I'm going to try to slash him with my katana as I'm going to use weapons. So I'm down to two All fake right. points now. He is going to use his athletics to move out of the way, and he so got a I got one, a so six. three I got shifts. a six because plus well, two for invoking the aspect of Arbiter of Darkness. 
does he still get a minus two? He does get a minus two until he so he's at negative until he two. contests the will roll. So that's a shift of yes. eight. Okay, so that don't kill. Dead. I don't want to kill he's him dead. though yet. He's dead. Though. Well, he's well, he's not dead. He's dead. Down. But yeah, he's like he's down. He's on one knee and he's like oh, breathing really heavy and he's got like a huge. And I'm not looking at him chest. either. I'm like standing to the side of him with my katana. You're back. And I just him. say, "Who is he?" <laughs> it's it's mine. As he starts talking, you see his whole body just starts to disintegrate. It's as if you just like, like you know how you have a tower of cards, you pull one out and the whole thing collapses? Like at a cellular level, he turns into like goo. But in and among like the blood and gore, like there's this strange like bluish liquid that is coming out of him as well. And from there, we're going to do a little bit of a switch in this. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Does so, my does the blood on my sword also turn into goop? Yes. All right, Tom, if you will make your attention to roll 20. Oh, that's so funny. Lizzie just said in chat, Tom, is this is the first time ever where I did not look at him. Yes, it is true. Tom did not just look at him. Look at him. Just Would look you at just him. look at him? All right, so the firemen came, and I know this square looks really weird, but at the end of this, these I don't know if you can tell, these are comic book panels. And so at the end, I'll be able to show you all the panels together, and it'll look Ooh, really cool I'm instead e- of it looking kind of weird and changed. I'm excited. Right now. Like right now, we just see the crime scene. Yeah, and if you scroll up just a little bit, you can see how it looks like comic book panels with the grand opening and the crime scene. But, so the firefighters, like, finally make their way through as the darkness dissipates, and they can see that this is there. The police come, and they pull up tape, and, like, the paramedics are going to take a little bit of damage from you, Caleb. They'll go ahead. You can keep, uh, or you can get rid of your mild consequences, and I'm going to take off one of your stresses, but you're going to keep one physical stress box checked, okay? But your milds are gone, and your your mild and moderate, those are both gone, because those were temporary. Okay, so the police, like, commissioner, he, like, comes over. He's, like, chewing some tobacco, and he's like, well, the Revengers uh, apparently left, but uh, you two are still here. We handled the situation quite well, as there's, like... You call this handling the situation? I got six dead bodies over there. I got 20 people with uh, uh, third-degree burns or worse, and I got 18 people who uh, were trampled to death because of some strange darkness that overcame them. Guess what? There's no no mattresses are hurt. That's why we're here in the first place, right? You see the manager, like, over there, like, with a sling. He hears that. He's like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Revengers. Yeah. You're doing God's work. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hey, great job with the scissors, by the way. You did really, really great with that. Um, Yeah, the mattresses are fine. That's why we're here. So, you know, job well done, if you ask me. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm not asking you. I'm asking the mayor. And he's right on my tail. Wait, where is the mayor? So, I don't know. There's where the I mayor. I thought you is said going. he was right on your tail. Not with not literally. He doesn't, he doesn't get those very well. All right. All right. 
listen, uh, my boys have never seen anything like this before, and uh, the the smart revengers obviously aren't in the area neither. So I'm guessing it's up to you, Coos, to figure out what's going on around this. Yeah, I thought you guys did that. Yeah, you're a police officer. Yeah, I just told you. That, that what's the police officer going to do with this pile of goop? I don't know. Yeah, like, we don't really do the whole clean up collateral damage. Yeah, you don't do the. I'm not asking you to clean up. I'm asking you to investigate. Oh, Miss Maestro, this yeah. this officer of the law is asking us to investigate. Well, usually what I do when I investigate is I just go into, well, I look into the future and see what the police officer figured mm-hmm. out, and then I tell her. Yes. So if you can go ahead and do that, and then I can figure it out, and then tell you now. So just think really hard. Hold on. Just stop. Think really hard, and think about how you're going to solve this, and then I'll tell you what you did. All right? So you you see him in the future, like there's two different futures at this point, mm-hmm. one where he just walks away, and one where he punches you in the face and then walks away. And as you see it, you sort of look into his eyes. I doubt that. Can I get a skill point? <laughs> no. No. Okay, look, here. What did you say your name was, Detective? <laughs> I'm Commissioner Arvin. Commissioner Arvin. Well, I will let you know that you are not only you, – you have the honor of having Miss Maestro, but also myself. I am a learned professor. Professor of the Night. Okay, that's nice. All right. All right. Let's, well, uh, hold on here. Let me go ahead and investigate this goop for you. Yeah, you All investigate. Right. Okay. That's what Look, I asked. I'm going to pull out like an old timey, an old timey like um, magnifying glass. That's the word. <laughs> That's the word of. Really yeah, remember, one. I'm all I'm. I'm very. I'm not um, eclectic. I'm a very eclectic fellow. I pull one out as I lean down, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and investigate this. Okay. okay. And so, yeah. go ahead and roll me. Tell me. Remind me again how. Remind me again how. Um, Stunts work. So your stunts, they cost you a fate point depending on if the description says they do. So some of them will and some of them won't. But you can do them at any time as long as – because the rules of the stunt should tell you Mm. what they do. Okay. So I will go ahead and investigate (laughs) this. Um, And one of my stunts here is um, specialists, okay? And my specialty is I'm a polymath. I'm I I know a lot of things. <laughs> so this I'm in, I'm assuming that investigating the goop is covered under the wide range of being a polymath. <laughs> All right. So you 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 look at the goop and by looking at it. There's, there's nothing really that you can ascertain. Like, what you do know based on this, like, actually, you should probably so, roll. Okay, so this is <laughs> this is funny. I just looked at this. If I want there's, – there's a big difference between investigating and using my polymath is knowledge. <laughs> All right. Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and investigate and not use my 
Oh, okay. So you're yeah. doing a plus Yeah, I'm just going to investigate here. Plus three. So I'll take three. that. That's solid. Yeah, that is a that is a yeah. good, which is a seceded yeah. style. So um, here's what I'll give you. Um, you know that this, it's organic, whatever it is. Um, and you know that the spec computer back at Revengers headquarters mm-hmm. will be able to, like, tell you exactly what this material is. But the extra thing that you notice is that, like, on the, like, the shoulder area, the arm, um, there is, like, a very, because even this guy's close. Like, they were already burnt and stuff beforehand, but they seem to be, like, unraveling. Like, they're breaking down at a molecular level. His his well, clothes are? Yes. Um, but what you can see is it looks like some kind of symbol. And so what we'll allow you to do is you can take a picture of this, and if you take it back to your guys' laboratory, you guys should be able to run some sort of, like, you know, spectral analysis to figure out if it matches any known symbols in okay. your database. I'm going to take a sample, take my picture, go up to Miss Meister and just kind of, we need to head back to HQ. Can you tell me that it's organic? Yes. This is some organic <laughs> material, obviously, because this was a living, breathing person that I killed that then evaporated into goop. The reason I ask is I, my secret identity, which of course I'm not going to tell you. You I assume that I don't chef, know uh, this maestro. Well, I'm a chef of a Michelin restaurant, mm. whatever you call mm. that. So I clearly have a high palate. So I want to use are you, notice are you, and taste the blue goo and see oh if I can <laughs> determine what is the makeup. No, of no, no. This I want to take, I want to take like, I want to take like the blue goo. Like the, the the detectives, the commissioner's watching us the entire time too. I'm gonna take some of my. We're having a conversation, and he asked, he saw me pick up this blue goo, and he sees me like take a, like a little like a Q-tip out and swab it around, and I'm like, I I kind of motion for you to open up your tongue, <laughs> and I just kind of slather some on your tongue. I got three. All right. What do I so, notice? What do you notice? You notice that. It's a very, it's a metallic kind of flavor. Very metallic-y flavor. Okay. Tastes like citrus in a metallic bottle. Mm. Like battery acid. Like battery acid. Mm -hmm. We need to run some tests. (laughs) But now, I would assume that you would, I feel like that created an advantage. Do I feel like this has benefits in the restaurant market to spice things up. Like, would I use this as a spice or a flavor? I, I don't think so. It, do, it doesn't have a pleasant flavor. Mm. So, But would some people find it, like, annoyingly, like, like fancy? I mean, some food? people enjoy this flavor. So, oh. But I, I would assume that your, your character would not find this a Is good Is this flavor. Vegemite? It is not vegetable. Um, okay. Also, Caleb, what you just did here, what, if you spend a fate point, this can uh, – what's that? Miss – my name is – Miss, Miss Maestro. Maestro. If you spend a fate point, you can create an aspect that will give us an advantage when we go to our HQ to find out what this is. Oh, interesting. Mm. I will create an aspect of it being – Like battery acid. Flavorful of battery acid. 
tasting of that. Yeah, Jake, deal with that. Taste. It's not what I said, so. (laughs) And we have a free invoke on it. Taste is subjective, okay. so I guess, I guess it okay. does taste like battery acid. Awesome. All right, so the commissioner kind of comes over as he sees you guys are packing up and walking over. Well, you solved the case? We will. As I go, I'm going to open up my umbrella, I'm going to say. In the, like, the pure sunny, pure sunny day, day I'm going to say, a storm's coming. <laughs> and then I'm going to start. We walk backwards, please. <laughs> I walk. I, 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 we walk back. I walk backwards, <laughs> and I'm going because right. because my powers. It's very light out. I try to cast my powers, but it's just more of like a. It's not really like a real dark. It almost looks like just kind of like a gray cloud around me. <laughs> and now All we're right. gonna head to HQ. Don't worry, Kamish. We we'll go. get back with you. All right, I got our. Second little comic book tile. Boom. Boom. That looks like we're checking the stocks. It does look like you're checking the stocks. Hey, everybody. You would not believe how hard it would be. Everybody, don't do that right now. Nobody go look at your stocks. (laughs) Trust me. They're not doing great. It's a good thing. So in, in our home game with Tom in our faith campaign, uh, I actually invested in the, the sci-fi stock market with some extra credits. And so what Tom did is he actually found real-world, like, companies that he would fake invest in, like, with this program to just, like, catch the market. And he's letting whatever happens there affect my gameplay. And so I'm glad we're not playing tonight because I'm sure that my stocks would not Your be Your portfolio is not doing great. All right. So we're back in the we're back in the HQ. Yeah, and let me just give a shout out to my family for tuning into the stream. Hi, family. Hey, fam. Thank you for watching, fam. Hi, Jake's fam. Bunch of movie okay, stars. So it's true. So we have made our way back to the Revengers HQ. It's a it's a huge like complex, kind of like an old airport building thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course inside, you know, everybody has their own space. And of course your guys' space is like under the stairwell. Uh, it's not really a great space, but I mean, uh, I, Metal Boy has like a huge laboratory and like Captain Patriot like has a huge gym and a sparring area and you just kind of get stuck with what's left over. Um, but since they're not here, you got run of the mill. So you can, uh, you can use Metal Boy's lab. Okay. So, I'm a professor, Miss Maestro. I look like the professor, though. I am the professor, though. I know you're the professor. We need to investigate and look at what this goo is. Metal Boy has a lot of batteries. Maybe. We are going to... We want to go lick... Special battery We're going to go lick some batteries until we find the one that reminds us of this goop the most. It's this That's one. It. It's this one. Let me taste the goop again. Yep. He's in a eating yep. all the goop. There's Liquid nickel test. cathodes, yeah, of course. Okay, Um. no. Yeah, nickel cathodes. We're going to go to the investigation area. So when you come into Metal Boy's lab, like the lights come on with motion sensors as you come in. And you can hear, like, these sort of speakers that are purveying the area. 
and you hear like this very like butler-esque voice slightly uh, with a tinge of electronics like oh it appears that you two are in here without when did we have the permission of iron boy metal metal boy we have the permission of your master metal boy we are the only revengers left on earth and technically um he has told you to give us any resources that we need to continue to conduct business as usual well, he actually said to give it to the next in command, which would be you, Miss Maestro, That's as you right. are number eight and uh, Professor Knight is number nine. I am number eight. I take my umbrella out and I just bite it. Go, <laughs> How are you doing, Winston? I am doing as well as one can be expected hmm. in this state. Smell void treating you nice. I... He works me quite hard. Yeah. I think sometimes he forgets that I'm half sentient. That's okay. So you were coming to do some sort of test. Yes. We have um, this blue goo that we want to observe and see why it tastes like battery acid and whether or not I can use it in my local restaurant industry to increase sales. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't be taking things that we do as superheroes and bringing them into your IRL life. Don't you understand no the lines of demarcation here? No, no one cares about this stuff, though. The real, I mean, the Revengers are, are not here. Okay? We're just on a, you know, you can really do really well with your post office job. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. What? Your post office job. Stop. You work at a post just office. stop. I know stop. When stop talking. Right. Stop. But yes, if you would like to run analysis, please let me know how I can mass produce this and how I can most beneficially make me money. Very well. Place the the sample here in this little drawer, like pops out with a little holder that you can slide the little test tube into. Okay, number eight. I mean number nine. Sorry, please put it in. Okay. Yeah. You. I see you're turning this over to me. I put it in, and I'm going to use. <laughs> I've commanded you. Okay, fine. You command me. Command. This, this small the small time that I've been told that I'm more powerful than you, I really, it's really going okay. to my head right I'm now. I'm going so. to go ahead and use my knowledge to run these tests. All right. Go ahead and roll And I'm going knowledge. to use my polymath ability. <laughs> so what, actually, before you do that, do we want to, so it, it like, the, we'll say the computer's like spinning up. Do you want to do something with the photograph as well? <sighs> yes. The photograph that I have of the clothes, the, the symbol. symbol. Yeah, the symbol on the clothes. Yes. Um. Here, Miss Maestro. Yes. Plug this in. Run this through our evil villain iconography database, if you would not mm. mind. Okay, I'll do that. You do it. Who, who, whose uh, bedroom has that in there? Is it? It, it would be this place. As Why well. you? Okay. It's just a different computer on the other side. Oh, uh, I got you. This is what were you saying? Superhero Google. <laughs> yeah, just go to the other side. Okay. The, so this, you want me to stay in this room, Professor? Yeah, just go over there. It's it's a computer. They're all connected. It's a network. But there's a there's a computer in you know Captain Patriot's room too. I can go there. That's kind of weird that you want to go into his room, but He's got really cool stuff in there. Kind of a big fan of his. He's not. I don't understand. He's not that great. Okay. Really cool. He's really cool, man. You gotta admit, like he looks really good. 
He's a cool guy. Okay. You know, everybody loves him. He's number one for a reason, man. You should accept that. He's number one because we continue to give in to this pseudo idea you, of what the ideal man is supposed to be. And does Captain Patriot actually embody <laughs> all the things that we should desire? No, I don't think so. Man, you're like on the darkness and like that kind of vibe, and that's awesome. Imagine how far up the chain you could go if you actually like thought Captain Patriot was awesome. Like you wouldn't be number nine; you would be at least number four. First off, uh, first thing you need to understand about Professor Knight in the darkness: the darkness doesn't sell out. The darkness. I go to those computer now. <laughs> run your test. All right, so you're gonna run the scan. Uh, so, Tom, you can go ahead and roll your knowledge roll with your polymath to start Ooh. the analysis on this. Oh, that's a plus five. Yes. So that's going to put you at a superb, superb, which is also a succeed with style. So you're going to succeed. What do you want the added benefit to be? The added benefit to be? I want Winston to see that. He has been underestimating me this entire time. So as as like it dings through and you start running through like all the the like the analysis data and you're like plugging stuff into certain things like just the way that you're separating the the good info from the bad info without having to like overdo it like you just you hear him like in the the intercom system like hmm it seems I have underestimated your mind powers it's no big deal perhaps if your attitude was more that of captain patriot you would be higher in this organization i'm gonna bite my thumb i'm just gonna bite my knuckles like okay all right but i create but this is a created aspect now we're gonna say the computer respects me but, but yes respect your but mind in, i've got it if you see if you're looking at it's Respect. Respect. So I get any, um, this this photo that I've inserted into the other side of the computer. What kind of output am I getting? All right. Go ahead and roll. Like you can roll a notice probably, right? Go, there you go. Plus two. So that's just going to be a uh, fair. So it's mm. fair. You, you it's succeed okay. and no it's cost. Okay. It's yeah. okay. So – Good enough for of course, so let's let's break this down. Here's what we've discovered, okay? This being uh was the name Flash Flashover? Flashover. He seems to have disintegrated, including what he was wearing. The clues that you have gathered together have pointed out that this person has been subjected to Zeta waves. Dang Zeta the waves. The only known thing in the universe that causes zeta waves are black holes. But over on the other side of the room, it seems that the Miss Maestro has tracked down this symbol to an organization called Wang Inc. That's W-A-N-E. Way? Not to be Wayne. Wayne. Okay. Yeah, W-A-N-E, not to be confused with like Bruce Wayne. Don't throw that Y in there. <laughs> Yeah, there's no Y. It's W-A-N-E. So you've discovered that it's linked to this company called Wayne Inc. It's Wayne Inc. But not only that. But not it only It seems that. they have been running tests 
since back in the day when they were called Browley Corp, running tests to open a portal into another dimension, and it is theorized it would give off such waves. Back over on the other side, Tom, the Professor Knight, has discovered that this stuff that you thought was blue goop, it is actually blood that has just been broken down into its molecular components as the Zeta waves have ripped apart the Higgs boson that's holding all of these particles together. And that's why it has a metallic taste. You guys were eating blood. Also, we wa- I will, in- I want to interrupt this, 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 I know this is such an important announcement, but, um, Hamish 4053, Jake, I'm assuming is. <laughs> That's my nephew. He, they say that Grandma wants Tom to be a guest star on 121 High, and I could not agree with Grandma any more than I do now. I told you he wants to be on the show. <laughs> so badly. Okay. So, <laughs> Miss Maestro, if there's anything that I know about darkness, it's that Zeta waves come from the darkness. <laughs> And I have looked into the future and I doubt this. <laughs> that means it's real. But Dang. look, this goop, they're making zeta waves. And zeta waves only come from black holes. Lucky for you, you have the one person in the Revengers who is innately qualified to handle black holes. Captain Patriots here? <laughs> here, I know. <laughs> All right, so when when Captain. he says that, I'm going to I just leave the room and I'm going to go right into Captain Patriots room. Okay. I'm going to go right into Captain Patriots room. I'm going to look around. You got pee on the bed. <laughs> I'm going to make first I'm going to make darkness everywhere and then I'm going to pee on the bed. And then when I walk out, me and Winston are in, you know, Metal Boy's room watching the cameras. <laughs> and it goes dark, and then Winston just automatically switches it over to night vision. <laughs> and you see this like very hot liquid coming out of an arc from your from your pelvis. Winston is is he peeing on Captain America's bed? It would appear he is urinating on Captain Patriot's bed. Do you does this do these cameras record? Yes. You might want to delete the footage. I don't know if Captain America would want to. See oh, it. I've already made it a gift. No, and jump. then all of a sudden, and then because you said there's a heat map, there's a heat map. All of a sudden, you see like out of my trench coat, you see kind of like like a bottle, but also but then all of a sudden, like you see a little light, and all of a sudden it's on fire. <laughs> I smashed it onto the bed, and they're just like the whole room is now white, and I'm, I come back out, Miss Maestro time to leave so the fire suppression system immediately immediately Uh, (laughs) covered in it and i think that the i think that i just am gonna burn his room reality i did nothing (laughs) but cover yourself in fire suppression look and pee on his bed why why we need we need to go to the source of these zeta waves this is you found out that it was the Wayne Corporation, right? Formerly yes. Bromley. Wayne, Wayne Inc. Inc. Formerly Bromley Corp. Mm-hmm. 
We need to get there. We need to confront yes, them about this. In the future and seeing the fastest way to get there. Okay. What's the fastest way? There's a train underneath the ground. They call it a subway. <laughs> All right. Can we smash cut? We're on the subway. <laughs> not, not yet. So you say that and you just, you just like resignedly nod and you start walking toward the exit. And uh, Winston is going to be up on the, the screens and be like, wait, before you go, I have one more piece of information. I pulled it out of the deep sealed documents. It appears Browley Company had an internal document leak that they quashed, but we were able to get a copy. The reason they changed their name is whatever in, you know, in whatever experiments they were doing with this portal to another dimension went horribly wrong and killed many people, turning them into goop. That's what made them change their company name. It appears to be an anagram. It's an anagram. What's an anagram? Are you spelled Browley? Or no, what's an anagram? Is that just a mix-up words? Yeah, yeah that's words. mixed up. Uh, it's an acrostic. It appears to be an acrostic. Uh, <laughs> I was like, one that I want to spell out Browley and figure out what the words spell. Uh, no, Wayne, uh, Wayne Inc. is an acrostic. I don't know what that is. That means every letter it corresponds to a word. Oh, okay. Got oh, okay. Would you like to know what it is? Give us the Winston. Give us the acrostic. Acrostic. Of Wayne. We are not evil, Incorporated. Oh, my goodness. That is smash cut to riding on the subway. Do you think these people are evil? It's hard to say. <laughs> Their corporation says that they're not. <laughs> but but what they do seems pretty evil. It does. But remember, rule number one of being a Revenger. Is call Captain Patriot when you're in trouble. Yes, it is. <laughs> but rule number two is we are not the judge. Oh, yes. Rule number two. I always live by rule number yes. two in my life. And rule number three. Yes. What is rule yes. number three? Yes, is rule oh, number yes. three. Okay. Always be positive. I Frankly, it's a I terrible rule. Always be positive. We're bo- we are both not very positive people. I know. So that's a pretty lame rule. All right, we're ready to go to our final location. Okay. Give it so to us. You reach outside of a large... The only building that's still registered to this Wayne Inc. is like a large aircraft carrier kind of, or aircraft, what is it? The dome thing? A hangar? Called? That's a Yeah, aircraft I knew that hangar, word. Yes, sized building. And there are there's little to no security outside because obviously this is not an evil corporation, at least according to them. So you make it inside simply by opening the door and walking in. Are they really in. nice? Do they have, like, cookies and something? No. Aww. What you see inside. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, breaking news before we get to that. Hamish 453 has an update. All right, breaking news. Grandma also wants Cable on the show. I'm on the show? You'll be on the show. I don't know if Caleb, have you seen our family show? You guys have a they show? They have a show. It's very good. Yeah. It's, it's, a the show? it's very good. 
Yeah, it's got like 10 Hey, episodes. Lizzie, go ahead and drop that link in the chat so people can follow. I'm not in pitch, It's very good. All right, so link. we're going to be guest starring. All right, but all right, back to this. This vom, this big portal. Okay, we go in. Are we yes. in the portal room? You are. It's a whole, it's just one giant okay. room. We knew how to get there. All right. Mm. Because it was just Are there, there. any people? Oh, are there any people? Uh, yeah, there Describe are this location. What are some aspects here? So the aspects are, as I'm copying the link and dropping it in the chat. I don't know if links will work, but you can try. It does. I changed There you that. go. Boom. Go watch those There's after you watch our stream. After the stream, uh, that we just did, we actually just filmed a brand new one. I'm excited. When my brother was in town last week, and it's gonna be pretty funny. But anyway, moving back. So here it is: large open portal. The portal is active currently, right I'm now. Use my power. Hold on, wait, I'm giving aspects right now. Chill out. Giving Zeta waves. There are metal catwalks. That are going around all around the ceiling area. But there are also large open spaces with very little cover. Standing in front of this portal is this very large sort of like armored man who has like this domed kind of helmet on. But it seems like the helmet is like a jar containing a brain with like floating eyes and it's like all floating in this like liquid and it's like set on top of this big huge bulky armor which is probably like a nano suit kind of thing mm-hmm. and so he sort of steps forward and he's he points out at you well 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 and it's very like it's an um, electronic kind of voice because it's going through this voice box right because he doesn't have vocal cords it seems that the two intrepid heroes are here to ruin my fun. Okay, before we do this too, before we went in, I did a costume change. I'm in a, oh, I'm in a really? more, you know, because you got to sell action figures. I'm in a more traditional superhero costume. I'm wearing all like, you know, I've got the tights on and I still have my katana, and I have tons of, like, I've got all sorts of belts. Got all sorts of belts all over me. Oh, yes. I also did a costume change. I went from Chamber of Secrets Dumbledore to Prisoner of Azkaban Dumbledore. So, Are we still the knowing Nick Cage? No, it's just Nick Cage's face on Dumbledore. But, okay, but still Nick. Old man's body. Okay, all right. Thank you for that clarification. Um, can I use my power oh. to see what happens if I run by this Ooh. guy and through the portal? What does that future path show me? Oh, okay. Go ahead and roll your power skill. It's a two plus two, so four. So that is a succeed. Um, you know that this portal right now is open to go the opposite direction so it's made for people to come through not for me not made for people to go home and so if you were to run through it you would be disintegrated immediately in the event horizon nice so i know but i doubt this so do i <laughs> do i think i should run through it <laughs> i don't know uh, professor i when when if i go through this i'm going to disintegrate but i'm not sure 
I think I think it might be a good. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Well, have you talked to my wife recently? Gertrude, I've not talked. All right, we don't have time for this. <laughs> Look, all right, hold on here, Miss Maestro. Look, yes. You know how earlier I doubted you when you said, "How do we know that these people really are evil?" And I said. Well, their name doesn't say that they're evil. I look over at this guy with this floating brain. Yeah, that's that guy. He's he is definitely evil. But I think we're supposed to stop them. You are welcome to try. Tell us. <laughs> who are you? Do you not know of me? Am I not known throughout this dimension? Oh, yes, of course. It is Brain Man. No. What? <laughs> I said, it is Brain Man. It's... So, we'll make this canon, okay? So you two, not personally, but the Revengers, Brain Man was like this really, it was like when uh, Captain Patriot was first getting started, right? And like, it was one of his first guys. He was, like, super smart, but he didn't have, like, this big armored suit or anything. And he was he was more like he set mm. traps, and he was, like, a mental kind of guy, right? And, of course, he wasn't a brain in a jar. He was just a really smart guy. But this guy, I am Intellitron. Whoa, what was that? Intellitron. Intellitron. Oh, my word. This is fantastic, Miss Maestro. This is the chance for me to finally fight somebody with my wits. Oh. Missed, Maestro. Yes. If you can determine what this portal does and stop it, I will take care of Intellitron. If you push him into that portal, I bet he'll Okay, I'll distract him if you push him. (laughs) All right, let's plan this. Intellitron. You think that you are so intelligent, but you have not met me. I am Professor Knight. Oh, I have met you, Professor Knight. As I have met you, Miss Maestro. On my plane of existence, you two are the scourge of my every step. You leading the Revengers. It is a disgusting disgrace. So now... I have come here, and all I have to do is crush you two, the strongest of the Revengers, and then I will rule this plane of existence. I start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Professor, I think his name should be Dumbatron. <laughs> what is okay. so funny? Look, okay, all right. It's, it's Intellitron, right? Yes, Intellitron. Yeah, it's a guy. It is, of course. Miss Maestro and Professor Knight, the two strongest revengers. They, we didn't even bother asking anyone else to come because, you know, I will crush you like I've crushed you every time before. Oh, hold on, Professor. Miss Maestro is my name, as you know, and you are Intellitron, but you've never seen something I now possess. What you is know that? what I have? I open up my wizard robes. I pull out a golden pair of scissors. What I is that? The soul scissors. Have you the seen a Miss scissors. Maestro with soul scissors before? No, I haven't. I start slowly approaching him. Souls. Souls. 
I'm just saying it kind of like in a chant almost to scare him away, but he's he's got to feel a little dis- concerned, I believe. Maybe, I don't know. Soul All right, free. so if you want, you can roll a provoke. Mm-hmm. Yes. Provoke him. My provoke's not very good. But Do it, though. It, and he will roll a will to combat it. Minus one. Minus. So he... He got minus four, but he gets a plus five to his wow. will. So he's actually at a positive, or is that a positive one or a zero? Either way, it's higher than your negative one. Uh, thank you, Nemi- Nemesis, for the follow. Soul. Soul. You got your puny it. scissors. Do not, do not scare me. You fool. All right. We're going to roll our athletics to see who goes first. Here we go. This is generally where I would start playing awesome boss battle music, but copyright requires us not to do that. So he's got to roll athletics. Oh, so that puts him at a three. Negative one. All right. So me and Caleb are actually Ooh. tied with a three. So then from there we go to our next skill, which would be physique. Just the, the plus for it. So I have a plus five for physique. One. Okay, so I get to go first. Caleb goes second. Tom goes third. That's like the yes. last battle. All right. He's going to go ahead and start by using his armor to send an energy blast. It is demolishing and penetrating. So he's going to roll his fight skill, which he has a plus six. Whoa. So that puts him at a nine. What, how is he? How is he using the fight? And he's be fighting, right? Is he attacking me? Or? Yeah, he's using fighting. So his his armor that he wears is kind of like this little thing comes up and shoots out a blast of energy. Okay, I'm gonna use will to make a defense against that because like a mental attack almost, like an energy type of attack. Well, it's a physical attack. Okay, okay sorry. Uh, well, then I guess I can use fight to defend. To well, no, I can't do that. Sorry. Uh, you can use fight to defend. Well, I'll just use notice. I feel like notice more to dodge what's coming at me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. And don't forget to use your stunt. Doesn't that one stunt give you a plus two to notice? Mm. Yes. And if you forego your action, remember you automatically get a plus two to defend as well. So that's a five. So five. He got a nine. So that's a shift of four. So you got four damage you got to deal with. Yeah, I'm going to take... A mild consequence. All right, mild consequence. So this is going to be a first-degree burn with this energy coming in. So the the right side of your face is just, like, really crispy right now. Okay. All right, next up, Caleb, you're on. You're on. on. All right, I'm going to toss. Real real quick, how many many fate points are you – do you have – Yes. Me? I have uh, Okay, I have two. Just making sure we're clear. Okay. Um, I'm going to throw the scissors, like, up in the air so they land behind him in hopes that, like, he kind of, like, looks up. And then when he looks up, I'm just going to run up and push him. <laughs> you know, that's the Miss Maestro. All right. <clears throat> so I will use my... I'll use my physique 
to just I'll, I'll just stand firm. Like you're not gonna be able to push me. I'm a mountain. So I get plus okay, five. Okay, and then also, physique. hey, I'm gonna go ahead and. I'm going to go ahead and – oh, thank you, Lizzie Ray Love, for subscribing there. I'm going to go ahead and use – I'm going to invoke an aspect here, spend a fate point to invoke an aspect for teamwork. And I'm going to give – so I'm going to spend a fate point. I'm going to invoke the fact that there's large open spaces with no cover. This means that you would have – Miss Maestro, you would have plenty of room to run, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's going to give you plus two to your roll. Oh, so it's a seven. Okay, so um, that would be – you'd be at a seven, and I would be at a just a five, so it's a shift of two. So you're going to shove him back into the portal, and uh, since we said the portal is disintegration, instead of doing two, we'll just double the damage, and we'll say you did four damage to him. Because he's not falling all the way through, just like the back half of his armor just got like but janked it, up. Also, you would say that he's kind of um, off balance now too. So I just pushed him a little bit. Um, so yeah, we can make that an aspect, uh, but you have to spin. You don't get yeah, a free invoke. I want to. I want to use an aspect to make him off balance and more of just kind of like um, sense of directions, kind of because he just kind of spun around a little bit. It's kind of off. So to help out, you know, the professor of dark, who's about to do some dark things to him, you know. So there you go. Maybe he'll just walk into the portal for us. He has a temporary um, thing, temporary aspect where he is off balance. Off balance, and it does. Does it have any free invokes on it? Okay. No, no no free free invokes because he did the damage. Gotcha. Oh, thank you, Nemesis SD, for the subscribe. That's your, that's your, is that your nephew, Jake? I don't know who Nemesis SD is. <sighs> okay. What's happening? Oh, is that Jeffrey? No, Hamish is your nephew. <laughs> Hamish is my nephew. Is that Jeffrey himself? Jeffrey Trenchcoat? <laughs> I love all of these strange eclectic characters that you have gathered in your life jake and i want to you two are among the eclectic characters in my life so <laughs> fantastic okay jeffrey my man we call him jeffrey trench coat because he he has this awesome trench coat that he wears and my wife couldn't remember his last name and so she just called him jeffrey trench coat and i don't know i thought it was funny what's up jeffrey thanks for joining the <laughs> okay. stream. all right so He's off balance. Whose turn is it? He is off balance. It is your turn right now, okay. sir. I have one fate point. I have one fate point left, and I'm going to go ahead and walk right up to him. Do it. Walk I'm gonna right walk, up to him. I'm look gonna, at him. I'm, oh, I'm going to look at him. All right, and I'm going to pull out my filling sword. I still don't know why it's made from teeth filling. You don't need to know. Maybe he's a dentist. And I'm going to point it right at Intellitron. You have one chance right now to leave Intellitron. Do not make me ask you again. This would be the day you die. So 
be it. I look over at Miss Maestro. Is this the day I die? <laughs> I have a lot of doubt about it. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and create an advantage. Okay. Okay. With potentially, if I do it well enough, I can have there will be a free invokes on it, right? Yep. Okay. I'm going to take out my sword, and I'm going to throw my sword at the metal catwalks, and I'm going to try to get them to collapse on the basically try to pin Intellitron to the ground. Okay. So I'm going to use my weapons to create this advantage. Here we go. All right. A four. Plus four. That's great. So you succeed with added benefit. So you get two minor, two, two invokes, invokes for free, for right? So miss my yes. So there are two invokes on these catwalks that are now cl- class on it. You can use that invoke to give you a plus two to your roll, or you can re-roll for free if you use that. Okay, that's my turn then. And I say, I warned you, Intellitron. All right, so it's his turn. So I'm going to give him a minus two to all of his attacks and defense because he is trapped under this uh, thing, uh, trapped under the collapse thing. Uh, and he's going to go ahead and take his arm cannon and try and shoot you with his arm cannon, uh, Professor oh. Knight. He has had it with that's... you. So he's going to roll it. He gets a plus six to that, so that's minus two. Uh, so that's going to be a four, but then also a minus two. So that gives him a two for his fight. Why do my fate points keep going up? I should have a zero. Okay. So he's going to um, – so he's – He's at two total. He's two total. Okay. So, okay. I definitely um, – what kind of weapon did he use? His arm cannon. Oh, okay. Would you say that there is it, – it emits light? Okay. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and compel myself. All right. Yes. The, the light from this – remember, my trouble is the light hurts my body – my mind, body, and spirit. All right. So I'm going to compel this aspect. And basically, I can't, I'm not going to be able to defend this because okay. it's just blinding me. So you get a fate point back and you can take two damage. All right. So, All right. And that brings us to. The Mist Maestro's turn. So that'll fill up so he's my here. first physical stress, right? Well, not your first one. Your first one is oh, worth one my, point. Okay. So, yeah, your second box. There you go. So now you only have one more physical box, but you also have a six, a four, yeah, and a two. Yeah, and after that, and I so, just like, take consequences. Yeah, but as soon as all those are full, then you're yeah, dead. I'm okay with that. Okay. Okay, so he's um, underneath the catwalk still, sort of, right? Yep. Um, and he's like shooting like light cannons almost. Mm-hmm. So here's what I want to do. I want to use the invoke on there to lift the catwalk off his body. 
Okay, that's the invoke. So he's free. But also use my okay. my to see the future and to see where he's gonna aim his light cannon at next to shoot. And I'm gonna prepare myself with um uh using notice to put the soul scissors to like reflect it back at him. Oh, okay. So go ahead. Uh, and so you get your free invoke to get him get him out of there yeah. and let him attack you. Uh, so go ahead and and so basically we'll go ahead and say you're kind of like holding your action. Mm-hmm. He will make an attack um, like normal, and you will defend with your. It'll be plus um, four. Because would it be would, do those compound on each other? Because it's plus two for the invoke and then plus two for my see the future that I'm using a fate point to use. Yep, and then also you get to roll. And the notice skill. So whatever you get for notice, which I think is plus four, right? Four, yeah. So that's four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's plus eight that he's get that yeah. you get on top of the dice. And then he is going to go ahead and roll a fight, which gives him a plus six. And so that Whoa. puts him at six even. I got seven. Three plus. All right. No, no, no. Three, four, five, six, plus seven. Eight. No, yeah, three. Three plus eight. I mean, three plus four. Sorry, so it's seven. Seven. So yeah, you're, he's got one shift point of damage that he'll take. Okay. You reflect the attack back. Yeah, back at him. All right, that will make it Tom's turn again. Intellitron. As you what? can see right now, you we you are no match for us here, as you are no match for us in your dimension. Tell us, where does this portal lead? It leads to here from my dimension. So, what fate would be worse than dying but being stuck in our dimension? Your words mean nothing to me, Professor. What would you say if I destroyed this gateway? Then my fate is sealed to rule this dimension. How big? We've never met Captain Patriot, so. <laughs> Have you met Captain Patriot before? Captain Patriot? See anything in your dimension? I killed Captain Patriot when he was merely a boy. Hold on. Oh. How did you do that? I mean, he's a man. I just shot him. It's really that simple. Is he thinking about shooting Captain Whoa, Patriot? hold on. <laughs> Mr. Maestro, I'm having a conversation here. <laughs> you just shot him. What if I... Enough of this. <laughs> Fine, i got to pick up my sword. I'm going to cut him down. <laughs> All right, cut him down. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right, I'm going to go ahead and... Use my free since he's still. I'm going to use my one of my free invokes from my collapsed um, catwalks. I'm going to do a really cool jump off of them as I run. I springboard off of them, bring my sword down into his face. So that's going to be a six. All right, and he is going to use his athletics to try and dodge. He only gets a plus one to this. So that puts him at a zero. So what's the shift there? Six. It's I have no. It's, it's yeah. It's six. It's the shift. All right. 
I'm rolling straight fire tonight. It is now his turn. He is going to come back at Miss Maestro with a plus six fight attack. That's eight. Eight. What are you going to defend against that with, um, mm, Professor Knight? I'm going to use notice with my power. I'm going to use another fate point. No, it's against Professor Knight. Oh, I think he said Miss Ma- he looked at Miss Maestro. No, sorry, Professor Knight. Okay. Okay. I have not been dealt. Oh, hold on here. Okay, never mind. I can't use my armor of fear. So, what's he blasting me with? His arm. His cannon. arm cannon again. Oh. Yes. Oh man. You know what I'm going to do? What are you gonna do? I'm going to. I'm going to block it. Remember, I'm going to block it with my sword. I'm going to... <laughs> this is why my grandfather's fillings are able to split the photons of this light. Oh, yes. goodness. Yes. Five. <laughs> All right, so he was at a... He's six, seven, eight, so it's three shift in his favor. So you're going to take three damage. All right, so my moderate consequence. All right, so I'm going to have to take a moderate consequence. Did Jake just freeze? No. No, I didn't freeze. I was looking at your – oh, sorry. I have to tell you what the moderate consequence is. That's my bad. Um. Ooh. So you are gonna be exhausted. You are. You're not used to fighting. He, uh, I'm not. I kept trying caliber. to talk to him. He won't talk. He just wants to fight. Yeah. You got short bursts. Yeah. He's not a monologuer. He's Save smart. It. That's why he's called Intellitron. I. Okay. I'm going to be exhausted. All right. It is now Tom's turn. No, it's my it's turn. Miss Meisters. Oh, yeah, sorry, Miss Maestro. Sorry, I, I'm getting confused because everybody's doing something on everybody else's turn as well. We wouldn't want to yeah. make it too easy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look into the future again and to see how I can wrestle him into this portal without damaging with damaging myself the least because obviously this is a disintegrating portal. And then I want to use Will to make this, like, attack because I'm going to be – trying to push him against that, and I imagine my body is going to be getting into the portal a little bit, and I'm going to will myself through that physical pain. Okay. So go ahead and roll the notice first. Well, that's not a notice roll. I mean, the will is part of the the, the precog is just a skill. It's not a notice. It's just a plus two to an action. Yeah, the oh, so you're oh, gotcha. So you're calling to action the will, gotcha. So it's all rolled up into one. All right, that makes sense. All right, so go ahead and roll it, and he will use plus two to eleven. He is going to use his, I guess, physique to try and get out of this, which is a plus five, six, seven, eight, nine. So it's going to be four damage. So I'm going to give you half of that. So you'll get two for holding him in this portal. Okay, and he'll he'll get. Four total that he has to deal with. What about the shift, uh, like the eleven versus 
I rolled an 11. Does the shift make any difference on that? Oh, you got an 11 total? 11 total. So, okay, you'll still take two. He got five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So he got six. So I'm going to have to do, I guess I'll drop my seven. But you'll still take two damage from that. Okay, can I take a mild consequence? Yes, you can take a mild consequence. You are going to have um, a burnt hand. You're like, what's his name? Flash fire or a fire yeah. flash. Flash Flashed over. over. So I have a burnt hand and a burnt face. Okay. Exactly, like flash over. All right, but he, he just took a big chunk of damage. He's he's getting there. All I, right. I'm still holding him there, right? Can I use an, I'm gonna use a fate die to hold him there as a my last fate point. Is that fine? Uh no, because it's it's Tom's turn. <laughs> okay, okay, my bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. So basically, for this brief moment, you've pulled him like he's pulled away, and you've lost touch again on him. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Okay. All right, Tom, you're up. Professor Knight. I'm now going to I look over the situation that we are now in with Miss Maestro holding the Teletron into this, basically, this portal thing, right? Yes. Okay. I'm going to... Do I see any... Are there any control panels around here? There are. I'm going to... The nearest control panel, I'm going to run over to this control panel, and my intention is to try to overload this control panel. Okay. So go ahead and make me, I guess, a knowledge roll to see if you can do it. Oh overcome this this knowledge gap okay. to know how to overload this system. Okay, and basically I'm hoping it'll overload and blow this thing up, and and if Intellitron's there and gets hurt, and if Miss Maestro's there, then I don't know. <laughs> Four. Ooh, that'll put you at a superb, right. which is succeeding with style. Okay, I got okay. this one. You start mashing these buttons, okay? And this huge wave of Zeta waves move through the the thing. So you both are going to take two damage, okay? Because this is your first exposure to Zeta waves. But this is not this guy's first exposure. Well, all right, can I argue something for you? I'll take the mild consequence, but I want to make it known that this is not my first exposure to zeta waves because you said zeta waves came from black holes right the zeta waves gave me my power okay okay not that it changes anything (laughs) it doesn't change anything it's just so your mild consequence if you're taking it will be nauseated i'm exhausted and and nauseated yes um and and remember so you only have one mild slot don't you professor knight correct Okay, so you fold that. And then Miss Maestro, you – so you you just use your three slot to soak up that two damage? Okay. So Miss Maestro, all he has left is one moderate and one severe, and then he's down. Professor Knight, all he has is a one damage or a severe, 
and he's down. I like to live life on the edge. So, but here's where this is going to get fun, guys. So he's going to go ahead. He'll he'll take his eight slot away, leaving uh, Intelltron is left with a two, three, and five. But we're almost at eleven, so we're gonna we're gonna start the downhill ride. Ready? So this Zeta wave thing blasts through, ripping apart like your your molecular level just for a moment before your your will kind of pulls it back together. But then two figures are stepping through the portal from the other side. You can see the one dressed in complete black with this black hood, and under the hood it's just this mess of black smoke. And he's carrying this katana with a silver edge, but it looks like black darkness is just leaking over top of it. The other figure staying next to him has this, like, strange contraption on his head that has, like, these glowing lights on the corners. And he has, like, his hand out in front of him in, like, a motion with two fingers as he seems to be hovering slightly off of the ground, moving forward. And as you look at these two figures... You can see what you were always meant to be inside of them. And the the otherworldly Professor Knight looks to you and says, Don't worry, the darkness has come. And I'm I know as I my I lift my head up and my eyes are that white purple again. And then uh, Miss Maestro, he he comes over to you and he puts his hand on your shoulder and he says, "Have no doubts that this future will be glorious for you." I look into the future and I still have doubts. <laughs> hold on, hold on. All right, so they came through this portal. Intellitron yes. is still there. Yes. So at this point, um. Professor Knight is going to move behind the control panel, and he's going to sort of nudge you out of the way as he starts to reverse the polarity on this thing, so that way it will open the portal back to okay. the other side. And of course, Professor or Miss Maestro is moving around, and he pulls out this pair of golden scissors, but it's only half. It has been broken, and you see that it's scratched and worn as uh, he takes it, and he does a stab at uh, at Teletron and does a little chunk of damage. Okay, real quick. Jake, play with me. Play yes. with me in this space, okay? I'm going to use my last bait point to create darkness everywhere around me and the other okay. Professor Knight, okay? And okay. I'm going to, so nobody can see us. I'm going to just say to him, so in your world... People respect you. Yes, they do. All right, nobody can see us. I'm going to pull out my katana, and I'm going to stab it. <laughs> do you want him to finish reversing Yeah, yeah, right when he's yet? finished reversing, I'm going to stab him. So it's like polarity reversed. <clears throat> while, while this is happening, I just like when – so Miss Meister came up to me and said, have no doubts, your future will be good. I looked into my future and I saw this about to take place. <laughs> and that's why you say I have doubts. <laughs> but also, like, I don't want my friend to leave here. Like, 
I'm number eight, he's number nine. So, like, I know what he's going to do. So I go over there, like, to wherever, like, there's a power source <laughs> leading to this thing. Like, I start, like, taking the scissors and just, like, chopping away at the power source just to, like, try to kill it. I just want to stop. I want to stop him from okay. leaving. All right, so right now it is actually um, – it's Intel Trump's turn. He's going to use that turn to try and attack um, the other Miss Maestro. And missed Maestro, and he's going to um, we'll we'll negate the damage and we'll say they both got hurt a little bit. Uh, so now it is your turn, Miss Maestro, for what you want to do. So you want to hack at that. So you can go ahead and roll a skill check, fighting maybe, or maybe maybe you need to know how because you don't know which ones are the power source. Right. So you need to roll technology first to see if you can determine. Can I? Use notice to try to determine based on. Well, I feel like you notice there's all kinds of wires. Uh, I think you need to know what those wires are, which is no, why it's no, no, roll technology. I have no technology. How do I? Just yeah, you do. Oh no, it's so you just Knight. roll four fudge dice. Yeah, you roll four so, fudge dice. Oh, so if you look over on the left hand side, there's a little roll twenty symbol. If you hover over it, it'll bring up all the dice you can roll. If you go down to fudge and then go to where it says four and click that. There you go. Boom. So you've zeroed out, which means mediocre. So you ship, or so you succeed at a minor cost. That's a plus two. Oh, I thought you said you didn't have that skill. No, I no, I had, I'm sorry, plus two because I used my last fate. Oh, to look into the future. Okay, so that's going to put you at a fair. So you succeed at no cost. All right. So you cut the power to this thing. But because this is like a force of nature, it doesn't automatically like shut down. Mm -hmm. You can see it's slowly starting to wind down and it's like getting unstable by the second. Mm -hmm. All right. It is now uh, Professor Knight's turn. Okay. I'm going to put the cool clothes of the now dead Professor Knight on. (laughs) Okay. And I'm going to walk out of the darkness with the – now he's got, like, this hood that has, like, electronic darkness and everything. That's kind of – I'm going to walk out. Well, no, it's not electronic. He is so in one with okay. the darkness. Instead of making a fake little cloud of gray mist, he can live okay. in the darkness. I'm going to, all right. I'm going to use – all right. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna just step. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step out, <laughs> and okay. I'm gonna kind of keep my hood down a little bit, and I'm just gonna say, Professor Knight of this world is attempting to reverse the polarity. Oh, <laughs> they're chopping on the wires. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start walking faster towards the portal. <laughs> I'm like looking at you. I gotta know who you are. I'm gonna start start walking faster towards the portal, and I'm gonna say, "Oh, it looks like he succeeded." (laughs) Come, Miss Maestro. Wait, 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 wait! I'm gonna gonna look at the other Miss Maestro, and I'm like, "Am I number one or number two? What does he say?" He's he's gonna like while he's fighting, like he gets the final hit on Intellitron. And like the dead body like falls across his his half of a scissor, and he lets it fall to the ground. He looks over and he looks at you and says, 
You were always number one. Okay, I run through the portal. <laughs> we're we're going to run through the portal, and as we're going through, like, you see our shadow. It shuts. So, you so our, but, yeah, you're, you guys both run you see through, our, and as soon as you run it shuts. through, the portal, like, But you see our down. shadows, like, high-five jumping as, we, <laughs> as, it, as it shuts down. And so the scene on this side of the portal in our world, you have uh, the the Miss Maestro holding the dead body of Intellitron looking around, and he says to himself, didn't see that one coming. Because he can see the future. <laughs> but he has doubt. He, he so doubted it. <laughs> on your guys' side now, you come through the portal, and there is just a cheering crowd of the rest of the Revengers. You can see they look slightly the same as on your side, but they all seem a little less self-confident. And there's, like, you know, police chiefs and the mayor, and everybody's out there, like, greeting you with a large parade, saying, yes, they did it! They saved the world! (laughs) And that is where we'll end. That was a lot of fun. So, everyone, thank you for joining us for the RPG Academy Presents the Quarantine uh, oh, Stream. <laughs> oh, nothing. My, my roll 20. Not that it matters. Oh, uh, no. I wanted you to I'll zoom d- out so we could see the awesome comments. I'm going to zoom out. Thing. you got to hide the aspects. So I found a bunch of images on Google, and I turned them. It's really hard to tell on some of them, but I made them comic book style as well. So, like, you can see the little dots, the color dots. Yeah. But this is this is the little campaign that we made. But the, the aspects are still in the way, Tom, I think. There we go. Look at that. It's beautiful. It's like a real comic book. It is. It's super cool, Jay. All right. So what do we think of Fate, everybody? I love Fate. Caleb, how was your first time with Fate? It was fun. Once you really get, like, there's this, just this push and pull that I really enjoy. And there's a ton of rules that we left out. So if you liked this just a little bit, uh, I recommend you look it up. It's a really fun game. It's really, so whatever you want to put into it is what you'll get out of it. Yes. So once again, I just want to thank everybody that came to support me personally. Um, so thanks, family and friends that joined. <laughs> Michael's. Michael's always like, um, why do you guys, why, how's your streams always have so many more people than my streams? I'm like, because we have Jake's clan and all of our wives. <laughs> yes. Our, every time we get on, we know that we're going to get at least two just from my wife and Tom's wife. Okay. The other thing is, if you all enjoy Fate, it's actually kind of convenient that we're having this game right now. We're about to be on the podcast. We're going to be doing a, we're going to be releasing a series of actual plays of the latest um, Plat Hat, Evil Hat Games um, book, Fate of Cthulhu. So if you want to hear more about how Fate is played in a little bit longer, I think it's going to be four sessions, I believe, that's going to be hitting your podcast feed very, very soon. Um, so, yeah, go ahead and subscribe. Um, and, yeah, uh, thanks for that follow there. Um, yeah, go ahead and... Go ahead and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast catcher you use at the RPG Academy. You can catch some more fate, but not – it's good fate, but it's not Jake, Tom, and Caleb fate. Well, speaking of Jake, Tom, Caleb fate, uh, next Wednesday 
it's not it's not Caleb, but me, Tom, and two others, Alex, who is in the chat, or at least he was earlier, Major Payne, uh, and Troy, we are doing our regular Dungeons & Dragons campaign, The Ghosts of Saltmarsh, where Tom is the DM, and I am a pirate that talks like me, so hold on. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. So much fun. So, but, yeah, no, this was a lot of fun, Jake. Thanks for joining us, Caleb. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Caleb, for filling last minute. I know. No problem. It's all good. All right, folks. We're <laughs> going to leave it there. I'm going to go ahead and cut us out. He's been Tom. I've been. I've been Jake. He's been oh. Caleb. And as we say on the RPG Academy, have fun. if you're having fun, you're doing it you're doing right. right. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize, but there are expenses related to the show. And if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. If you're going to purchase anything through Amazon or DriveThruRPG, consider using our affiliate links first, and then we'll get a small percentage sent back to us. You can do a single direct donation through PayPal using the paypal.me slash the RPG Academy, or consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash the RPG Academy. And for a donation as low as $1 a month, you'll get access to lots of extra goodies, including bonus minisodes, invites to monthly one-shot games, one-sheet adventures, and more. Please consider following us on Twitter and Facebook, or join our Discord, where we like to try to keep the conversation going with our fans as best we can, and are always looking to talk and chat more. Or do none of that. Just continue to listen and enjoy our show. Because honestly, that's enough. Thanks. And remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. We'll see you next time. The music used for our intro and outro is Fly a Kite by Spectacular Sound Productions, used under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.